0: Welcome to the True Grit Strength Podcast. I'm Ryan Steck.
1: And I'm Rachel Geiger.
0: We created the True Grit Strength Podcast so that we can share our stories around how strength training changed us for the better and helped us to discover our athletic potential, develop grit, and pursue growth in all aspects of our lives.
1: It's through our stories that we hope to share with you that regardless of where you are or where you've started from, you can build strength and athleticism in all ages and stages of life despite loss, injuries, or setbacks.
0: So how do you make a comeback to the gym when the odds are stacked against you? Tune in to find out. True Great Strength Podcast. Hey
1: y'all, welcome back.
0: (laughs) All right, let's get into it. I'm excited about today's episode because it's something I dealt with all week long.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I'm really excited too. Um, as we were putting together the episode, like, I feel like it just kept getting longer and longer and longer. Uh, we both have a lot to say, I think.
0: But it's a really good topic, so what we decided to do is to split it up into two different episodes. So we're going to do part one today, and then release part two next week. So we have t- uh, six total strategies that we're going to give you guys today um, in terms of our topic um, yeah, so
1: you'll get three today and three next week, Um, so hopefully that way we can dive a little bit deeper into each one.
0: Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So we speak a lot on this podcast about how to get started and how to begin your fitness journey. We talk about how we got started on our fitness journey. There's a lot of beginnings, but... What we haven't really dove into too much is um, what to do when you've been going for a little while, and then things get really hard, and it starts to suck, and you think about quitting, <laughs> <laughs> which is why we titled this, When the Going Gets Tough. <laughs> but yeah, in the beginning, you know, when you're first getting started, and motivation is high, and your intentions are really good, and... There's The desire to change is really strong, um, but today we're going to talk about what happens when, you know, weeks and months and maybe even years down the road, uh, when the excitement has sort of died down and the motivation is weak and things get just hard. Yeah. What do you do?
1: Um, so today we're going to talk about that, and we're also going to talk a lot about grit, um, which obviously is really important to us and to Ryan specifically, given the title of his business, True Grit Strength, um, and how to stick to your goals and habits when the going gets tough, because inevitably it's going to happen. Um, we've all been there, and we want to share some of our own personal struggles and experiences with y'all, um, as well as give you some strategies for how to stay the course, develop some grit, and build some men- mental toughness and focus. Um, so that you can have that long-term success in and out of the gym. I think what I really love about today's episode is it can apply to so many different areas of our lives.
0: Yeah. A lot of the examples I'm going to use, I mean, I have fitness examples, obviously, but a lot of the examples I'm going to use today, um can be applied to business because that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now and going through and so I think that yeah like Rachel said I think a lot of this stuff can really be applied to so many different areas of your life um this isn't just about health and fitness challenges though you know obviously it can apply to that um cool so how we're going to do this is so when you're struggling and you're kind of trying to stick to your goals um we're going to give you some questions to sort of ask yourself so that you can kind of check in and just sort of reflect on where you're at. I mean, so basically what we're kind of trying to do is sort of like run diagnostics on like, if you're listening to this and you are struggling to, you know, stay consistent with your goals or you are struggling to achieve a certain goal, um, we're going to kind of use these questions as sort of, like, diagnostic tools to try to, like, figure out, like, get to the root of, like, what's going on and what might be um, overlooked at the moment um, so that you can kind of, like, break past this sort of, like, low point and, and get moving again. Um, so, yeah, like Rachel said, this is actually going to be a two-part episode. So today we're going to cover the first three sort of questions um and then next week we're going to go over the final three so definitely stay tuned for that but for right now let's dive into the first one
1: okay awesome so our first question for you to kind of ask yourself is do you have a strong why um ryan and i have talked a lot about this about like getting in tune with our core values and i think it's something that's really important to both of us so when you're thinking about this question we want you to reflect back on your goals and your values remember why you started in the first place, right? Like when things feel hard, which they inevitably are going to at some point, it really helps to get grounded in why you started doing this in the first place. Um, Whatever that thing is, whether it's nutrition or fitness or something with a business or something personal, um, being rooted in, in the why of what you're doing reminds you of the importance of showing up and following through.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and the thing is like, yeah, so you have a strong why you're more likely to to stick with it. And I think like this tool, you know, can really be used at any point, you know? So if you're, if you're hitting an obstacle in your goals or you're just hitting a low point um, or you're just kind of feeling down about your progress or how things are going like, this is, you know, this is, this question is something you can ask yourself literally anytime. I don't think there's a bad time to always like kind of stop and reflect on like why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and if you don't have a clear answer to that, that is definitely where you should start because, you know, we need to have. Uh, we're going to talk about motivation later, but we need to have a clear, a clear connection to, in terms of like why are we going through these hard things? Like we know <laughs> we're we're going to get into this in the ne- in the next view that you know, things that are, are worth all the hard work are going to be challenging, right? But like, if we don't understand why we're doing the things that we're doing, it becomes a lot harder to want to stick it out, Yeah. right? So like, if you don't have a clear vision or, of why, whatever it is that you're struggling with, um, why that thing, why it's in, important for you to endure that, um, it's going to be really hard to continue to want to to feel that way, right? Like, okay. if you don't, If you hate all of your workouts and you don't understand why these certain workouts, why you have to do these certain workouts to reach your goals, um, it's going to be really hard to want to keep doing them, right? Like, and so if you have a coach, that coach should be able to explain to you why you're doing them. Um, If you're kind of on your own, you can still sort of reflect on, you know, why you chose to create a workout habit in the first place whether it be to lose weight, but I would even dig, like, way, way deeper than that in terms of, like, even why. It's not just enough to say, like, my why is because I want to lose weight or my why is because I want to gain muscle mass or my why is that I want to be healthy. Like, we need to get deeper, way, way deeper than that. So if this is something where you're like, oh, yeah, I don't really have a, a strong connection to why I'm doing this, Definitely go back and listen to our some of our other previous episodes around goals and the one about values because we really dive in into in, into like how you can identify your why and why also why it's important. Um, so that's definitely the first place to start.
1: Yeah, and I definitely feel like when things get really challenging, your why is so important. And like Ryan mentioned, like it's important to check in often on that. Like a non fitness related example is just like teaching through a pandemic has been really challenging and there's so many days where I'm like why am I doing this work and like every time I have that question or every morning I wake up so stressed like just not even ready to tackle the challenges that I'm facing it's like I always hook back into my why with teaching you know like the first student I ever worked with you know nine years ago like the first time I ever watched him learn how to write a paragraph just like seeing that like light bulb go on for him was so amazing and like that's my why and like that's why I keep going back every day even though it's hard um because you know like being able to see that growth from another human and like supporting that is amazing and so I think when you hook in it's easy to be like okay it's hard we can do hard things and I can get through this and I know why I'm doing it
0: Yeah, for sure. My example of this one was also going to be business-related. You know, I think, like, you know, as I'm trying to grow my own training business, like, and sometimes I have expectations of certain things turning out a a certain way, and when they don't, I always stop, and I, I try to remember this, because, you know, my background, obviously, if you've listened to previous episodes, is not in fitness. Like, I have a marketing and design background. That's what I went to school for, and then I transitioned to training later on in life. And sometimes when... You know, things with growing the training business become really, really difficult and they seem very overwhelming. Like I remind myself of why I even started doing this in the first place. You know, it's because the option is always there to quit, right? Like the option is always (laughs) to like okay, you know I don't want to do this anymore, I'm throwing in the towel. Yeah. Um and I could I have a fallback plan. Like I could go back to doing marketing and design stuff if I wanted to. Um, but when I stop and I like and I think about that and what that would actually look like, it's really easy for me, for me to remember why I made that transition in the first place and why this career is so important to me because I want to be able to see a direct impact in the work that I'm investing in every day and how it affects other people and how yes. it can help them to grow along the same path that I've been able to. So, yeah, being rooted in that why is really important because it's like you said, it's like, oh, right, this is why I'm doing this. This is why this matters. And again, it's attaching it to values. Right. Right. Like the value of, it's not just like about making money. It's not just about getting, losing weight or getting fit. It's like the values that those things represent that you honor. Right. Right. Yeah. So definitely uh, have a strong why. Yeah.
1: All right, y'all. So the second question that we're going to ask you to ask yourselves um, if you're struggling to keep up with your workouts or whatever goals you have um, is, have you clearly defined success? So a follow-up question would be like, what do growth and success look like for you? Are the challenges that you're facing necessary for your growth and success?
0: Yeah. So we again, like we've talked a lot about this in the goal setting episode. Um, So if that seems like relevant to you, go back and listen to that one because we talk about this in more depth. But yeah, I mean, what I kind of mean by this is, you know, have you defined what success looks like in terms of whatever goal that you feel stuck on? So like if you are having trouble staying consistent with a fitness habit, have you really established what being successful in that habit looks like? Does that mean that does success to you look like, You know, I'm on my path to losing weight. Um, And if so, that needs to be very specific. Is it, you know, I said that I was going to, you know, I need to work out because I want to be more healthy. Okay, but again, like, we need to very clearly define what success looks like. Um, And because it might be that maybe what you're doing and the reason why you're struggling is that what you're doing doesn't isn't actually necessary for your success. Like if my success plan is in order to lose weight, I need to make sure that I am working out four days a week and I'm following my nutrition plan at least 80% of the time, right? That's very clearly defined success. But if I'm feeling stressed out right now that I can't stay consistent, but I'm also trying to work out every single day, Yeah. Right. Then it's not really, then the thing that I'm struggling with isn't actually necessary for me to see results. Right. Right. And so it's like, not that we're also always striving to do the bare minimum, but we want to make sure that the struggles that we are going through are actually necessary for us to achieve the success that we need to. And the example that I'm going to use for this again is with True Grit Strength and trying to grow that as my business. When I look at social media, it's something that I get I can feel very discouraged about because it's very, very hard to grow a following on social media and to build an audience. And it's something that I reflect on a lot and then I have a lot of like kind of turmoil with it. But when I stop to reflect on that, um, you know, and I look at it and I'm like, okay, is having a is having a big following on Instagram, for example, is that necessary for me to be successful? And the answer to that question is no. Right. And so I'm not going to sit here and sweat how many people follow me or how many people engage with my posts on Instagram because I know that I don't have to have that to be successful. There are millions of people out there who have huge followings um, that are um, not very successful, and they actually don't make a lot of money. And then there's a lot of people who are really, really good at what they do Who also don't have a very big following. So I know that those two things do not go hand in hand. So again, for me, my clearly defined success is not reliant on feeling getting hung up on on that specific thing, right? I can better put that energy towards something that will define, actually define success for me, like focusing my time and energy on getting clients who are gonna pay me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I would rather put my energy there. So that I don't mean to go on a rant about social media I just think it's that I think that's a good example of like okay is the thing that I'm struggling with in terms of this challenge that I'm facing do I have to sort of endure that or figure out a solution or work past that to be able to be successful because we don't want to make things harder than they need to be um right and so yeah you know can your path be simplified Can you focus more on the things that are actually going to move the needle for you um, rather than getting hung up on the things that maybe don't really matter towards your goals?
1: Yeah. And another, some follow-up questions that you might want to ask, um, have others had to endure the same challenges that you're facing to succeed. I think along the same lines of what Ryan said with social media, like, it's really easy to hop on social media and see these, like, highlight reels of, you know, people in their fitness challenges. And I know when I first got started with um, fitness and nutrition, like, I remember seeing people on social media and thinking, like, well, I must be doing something wrong because oh, like insane. I totally. don't look like that, and they're saying that they do these like these workouts with like low weight, and I'm over here trying to lift heavy, so like maybe I'm doing something wrong, and it's really easy to get sucked into this like comparison like well you're successful and you're doing x, but like i'm i don't I'm not looking like that or I'm not feeling like that, so maybe I'm doing something wrong. Um, I think with social media specifically, it can really be a matter of just, like, time. Like, you don't see all the ups and downs and, like, you don't see the 10 years that it took for people to do that. Or you don't see, you know, like, where they started from. Maybe they were already athletic. Like, you just don't know the full story. You don't get the full picture. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's just important to really check in and be like, specifically what does success mean for me like me standing in front of me not what these other people are doing not what I see you know other social people on social media doing or like other people that I even know who are into fitness you know like just this idea of comparison can be really detrimental here
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think, again, going back to the main, the main point of what we're addressing here, which is clearly defining success is like getting back to the basics, like what do you absolutely have to do to achieve your goal? And like, then and just get hyper focused on that. And, Forget all the other noise. And I know I said, like, have others had to endure the same challenges that you're facing? And I'm like, yes, we can always look to social media. Some people share that. The majority of that is just highlight reels. And like Rachel said, you don't see all the the behind-the-scenes, like, hard work. But I think that's kind of why I wanted to talk about—that's why I wanted to do this episode, and I wanted to talk about it, because— It's something that I've been kind of dealing with. I'll be kind of like down about stuff all week. And I think it's important that we share that so that people don't just look to us like, oh, this is easy for you guys. And you guys are so, you know, you got it all down. And it's like, no, like we go through the same challenges, right? Like I said this to a client once who was trying to lose weight. And I said, you know, if I need to lose weight, I'm going to have to do the exact same thing that I'm asking you to do. Right. Right. And it's like, there's no, there's no secret to that. So that's kind of what I mean in terms of like, you know, have others had to endure these challenges um, and have have they been able to kind of, you know, get past this sort of sticking point that you might be in? Then yes, you know, like one of my favorite things to do with True Great Strength in my, my business is to um, uh, listen to podcasts of other entrepreneurs who have also tried to build their own business, right? And like hearing what they've had to go through, I'm like, oh, okay, like what I'm feeling right now is totally normal. So like, that's kind of what I mean in terms of like, You know, looking to other people who have had to kind of go through some of these same challenges and maybe look to them to see how they were able to succeed and kind of use that as sort of a guide to help you clearly define what success looks like. Not to get into the comparison trap, but like, you know, like there's inspiration to be found in other people's stories when you see that other people have had to go through some of the same things that maybe you're experiencing it makes it a lot easier to be like, oh, okay, I'm I'm doing the I'm on the right path. Like this is supposed to be hard. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like that's kind of what I mean um, mean by that. Um, and then I think the other thing is just looking at you know when you're clearly defining what this success looks like to you, and kind of getting back to the basics of how you move that needle forward. Is this then asking yourself like, are you willing to do what it takes? Right. Um,
1: yeah, there's a reason um why most people fail with their fitness goals, right? And why most people or sorry, most people right aren't willing to do what it takes. Yeah. Um and I think you can apply these same concepts to all different things, business and any other like great achievement that you're trying to go through. Um but I also just think When you're on the outside, I know from my experience, when I was on the outside of the fitness world and I wasn't working out and I wasn't eating healthy and I wasn't like hooked into these ideas, I definitely had this idea that like, once you got going, it somehow became easy. Mm -hmm. Like that all you had to do was like get through the initial curve and then it would be like simple. Because you would like somehow have the motivation to just always do, always do this. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I actually got in it that I was like, oh, this never really gets easy. I'm never just going to be like constantly ready to work out and like excited to like nail my nutrition goals. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you're going to hit these like roadblocks and you have to be like willing to do the hard things and willing to like keep going even when it gets challenging.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna dive more into that into, and to and when we get into the other other questions that we're gonna dive into. Um, but I do think that it's important to highlight the fact that the reason most people aren't successful is that they realize along the way that maybe they're not willing to do what it takes to achieve success. And and there's no judgment there. Like again, we talk about this in our goals episode. Like there's no judgment there if you're looking at this if, if somebody lays out a roadmap and says, Hey, in order for you I'm just going to lose weight, you know, use losing weight as an example. In order for you to lose weight, here are the top three things that you have to do. And if you're looking at those things and you're like, I don't want to do that, like there's no judgment, right? But but I think like the mistake that is made there sometimes is that you're expecting results without being willing to put in the work. Right. And somehow you think that you're checking off the box or you're moving the needle forward. And I think about this and, and I have to call myself out on this when I, you know, in terms of my business related stuff all the time. You know, like, am I expecting results that I have not earned yet? Right. Um, And being very, very honest with myself about answering that question. Um, And if somebody, you know, if somebody, a business coach is telling me, Ryan, like, this is what you need to do um, in order to move the needle forward. And I'm looking at those things. I have to decide, am I willing to do it or not? Like, there's no in between. There's no expecting results without being willing to put in the work, honestly. Um, And in fact, you know, it's like, I would go as far to say is that, like, you don't really deserve those those results if you're not putting in the work. Because results towards any, any goal that's worth having are, like, you have to earn it, right? Like, you can't just say, like, oh, I decided that I was going to start working out, and so I'm expecting to lose weight. Like, it has to be put into action, and you have to be able to stick with that on a regular basis, which is going to get us into uh, the third thing.
1: Right, which we're gonna
0: talk about, and it's a biggie.
1: Ryan and I have a lot of feelings around this topic. Um, all right. So the third question is, are you only relying on motivation? Um, and our follow up to that is, stop relying on motivation. (laughs) Um, which feels so counterintuitive to say, right? Because we think, oh, well, like if you're motivated, then like any you can achieve anything. Um, but unfortunately motivation is just an emotion, right? Like any other emotion, it comes and it goes and it ebbs and flows and it's not just going to be there a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, try not to make the mistake of thinking that you aren't successful because you don't have a limitless supply of motivation. Um, no one does. Yeah.
0: I don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know anybody that does. Um, the, the, the people that I look to in business, the people that I look to in, in, in fitness, the people who I look to as mentors and leaders, like, I don't know anybody who – the people who I know who I look to who are successful in all areas are successful because they have grit, they have determination, they stick to the plan, they they're, they're fully dedicated and committed, and they work hard right i don't know anybody who i look up to who has just like this limitless supply of motivation like i know people who are who are fueled by the desire to persevere through challenges and those are the people who i look to for <laughs> motivation or for inspiration or whatever you want to call it but um motivation is not this key ingredient that you have to have to be successful. Right. No one has this all the time. I'm not saying that I don't ever feel motivated to work out.
1: For sure. But I
0: would say, like, out of out of seven days of the week, you know, and I'm working out five days a week, I probably feel motivated to do one of those workouts. Same.
1: I was going <laughs> to say the same thing. Like... You know, I think especially when our life goes through ebbs and flows, you know, like I know, like I mentioned with teaching, like teaching in a pandemic has been really, really challenging, just like an, a mental and emotional drain, and one of my biggest concerns when we you know, like decided to go back into the school building was like, how am I going to be able to keep working out? Because like, I already know the mental and emotional toll that teaching takes on me regularly, but like add teaching in a pandemic on top of it. Like I was, I was genuinely very scared. Um, Because again, I knew like, it didn't just require me to like want to do it or like the will to work out, right? Like that's not enough. Mm -hmm. Um, and ultimately, I think what keeps me working out on my like five day, six day week schedule right now um, in the program that I'm doing is like, I know that like, I need to do this to stay mentally grounded and balanced and like to take care of myself. Like I spoke about in my origin story, like I know long term, it's going to benefit me. So like that keeps me going. It's like a form of like self care at this point. Um, So after a long day of pandemic teaching, like coming home and having an hour all to myself is actually the thing that like allows me to keep doing this day in and day out.
0: Right. And if you solely relied on motivation and that was the only thing driving you to take action. Right. Like you wouldn't be successful. I would
1: do what I want to do every night, which is like immediately lay on the couch and like watch shows and
0: sleep. Right. So I think for those people who are sort of relying on motivation, and I hear this a lot where well people will say things like, um, you know, like, I know I need to do this. I'm just not motivated. Or I do really well for like a month and then I lose my, all my motivation. And it's like, but you can't just sit around and wait for that to come. Right. right. Because no, you're not going to get results working towards any goal, fitness especially, because it requires so much consistency. But like, you're not going to be able to reach any goal if you're relying on that. Um, you know, because what separates successful people from unsuccessful people is that they're willing to stick to their plan, their schedule, their habits, despite being bored, despite, and despite, you know, lack of motivation. So they're able to see, like you said, see the larger purpose, which is why that's what we started with, right? Find out your why. They're able to see their larger purpose and the impact of that dedication in their daily actions to get them where they need to go. And they choose that over this shiny object or this short-term comfort design right. right like my short-term comfort at the end of a long day is not to go to the gym no. and work out for an hour and a half
1: <laughs> no. right
0: like or you know like I guess in terms of like the shiny object like what that could be like well I could reference a lot of things in business um but you know I'm thinking like people who do things like diet hop right where they like start a diet and they start going through it and then it gets really hard and they get bored of it and they don't want to do it anymore and then some new fad diet comes out and then they they're like oh yeah well I, wanna, I wonder if I could. Try Try keto now and then they stop right. everything that they're doing and they halt their progress to go try something new you know or you know the shiny object there's a lot of them in fitness right, right? Like, um,
1: yeah like I was just thinking like sad as it is I don't know if it's sad but like I've been eating the same meal prep breakfast probably for the last three years I eat oatmeal with berries and chia seeds and protein powder. Yeah. And I prep it for overnight oats, and it takes me like ten minutes in the on Sunday morning to prep for the entire week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the macros are perfect. It's like a great boost. I love it. It tastes good. Yeah, I've been eating it every day for like three years. And right. for some, they might be like, oh, "I'm bored of this breakfast. I'm over it." And like, of course, I could switch it up, but like, it aligns with my goals. It's predictable. It's easy to do. It's a system that works and like
0: why change it well yeah i mean that kind of gets us to my next point which is that you know being successful being able to see success without relying on motivation requires a lot of patience and a lot of focus and not the need to constantly be entertained or constantly be energized or constantly feel satisfied or whatever maybe that's a weird word but like you're not looking for novelty, right? right? It's like there's comfort in those routines and there's systems in place that allow it to be, allow you to be, the process to be easier to be patient and focused, right? If I eat the same breakfast every single day, that's extremely focused, And I can reserve my patience for other things that are more challenging because I don't have to constantly wake up every day and worry about what I'm going to eat. Right. Right. Like, and I'm not saying you have to be like a robot and do the same things every day, but kind of that's what we're saying. Right. It's like, I I don't mean to, I'm not saying you have to be a boring robot, but I'm just saying that like, you know, there is something about those systems. Right. Every single day that's, that's what's going to get you from A to B. Right. right is having these solid routines and sticking to those routines despite whether or not you feel like doing it. And the people who are willing to do that despite boredom and all the other things are the people who are going to be successful. And I think like part of it too, I don't mean to say that to make it seem so easy, but part of that is like <sighs> being okay with not constantly needing to be like entertained. Right. You know, like it's comfortable to do the same thing day in and day out because you know, it's getting closer to where you want to go. Right. Right. And like you can do that with or without motivation. Sorry guys, we had some technical difficulties, but we're back. We're back. Um, anyway, so going back to what I was saying about, you know, we're talking about, uh, not relying on motivation and how that really requires us to have, you know, really what it requires us to have instead is patience and focus and kind of letting go of this need to constantly feel like, you know, excited
1: um, to work out, (laughs) excited and
0: ready to go and energized. You know, I'm not saying that you should feel like total trash all the time. Right. You know what I mean? But like, we really need to be focusing less on do I am I motivated to do this and more like, okay, what's my routine? What do I need to do? What's the plan? What's the, What's plan? the schedule? How can I be more patient and focus and just nice. do put my head down and do what it needs to get done? Um, and I think that even just sort of understanding this principle can really put you in the right direction. So I think when I was first getting started with my fitness routine, um, when I first got into fitness, like years ago, I think when I, when I learned that I needed to stop thinking that my situation or that my circumstances were somehow special, um, it really helped me to stop making excuses, um, by thinking that some that other people had something that I didn't have. Right. Right. And like that was the reason that I wasn't successful. Right. It was like, oh well this is easier for this person. Or, you know, this person has access to X. Or this person must just have like, oh look at them. Like they're so motivated. Like I don't care about this stuff. Like I'll never be able to do it. When I stopped thinking about that and realized that I wasn't special, that I had access to being able to make the same decisions as anybody else. Um, and stop thinking that like my circumstances were, you know, you know, the reason why I couldn't do what I wanted to do or why I didn't have the motivation, um, I was able to put my head down and I was actually able to like get to work. And it's that patience and focus that going to make you successful and not having motivation.
1: Yeah, I actually think it's kind of freeing to think about the fact that motivation isn't the thing that keeps people working out and like focused on their nutrition. Because motivation is like, That feels exhausting to try to achieve all the time. But if you think about it as like, oh, it's not motivation. It's all these other things. It's like having a good plan, having some systems, scheduling your workouts, having patience when things aren't going your way. Like all of those things are easy things to do. I mean, like, or things... That, like, you can do. You can come up with a system. You can come up with a plan to work out. You can come up with a schedule.
0: Well, it, like, those are tangible steps that we can take and action steps that we can take, right? And, like, that that's what I'm saying. Like, those are things that we have control over. They're tangible aspects of our success that we actually have control over. We have no control over motivation. Right.
1: You can't will yourself to be more motivated.
0: Right. And, like, you know, <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't mean this to come across as, like, oh, you should never feel excited or you shouldn't find enjoyment out of it. Like, that's that's, that's like a separate that's a separate topic, um, but you know I think that's again where we're going back to the first question that we asked you, which is you know like why why is this even important to you? Like whatever goal it is that you're after, like why is it important? There should be some passion there to want to achieve and some drive to want to achieve that thing and getting in tap you know in touch with what that is. Um, that's to me is having purpose and passion towards your goal is separate to me from motivation. Um, you know what I mean? Like, because sometimes we do feel motivated and that's great, but like, we can't always, that's not the thing that we, that we should be relying on.
1: Right. And like Ryan mentioned, when we started talking about this question, like him and I are, are like excited, ready to go to, for a workout maybe once a week. You know, like that's a low percentage.
0: Right. But I will tell you what I am excited and motivated to do. It's reach my ultimate goal. Right. Right. And if that means that today I have to do something that I don't want to do, like that's a step that I'm willing to take. Right. Like, and again, like that's where we're back going back to having a plan, like, that's where having a plan saves me yeah right because it's like when I wake up in the morning and I don't feel like doing something like I sit down and I look at my plan and I look at exactly the steps that I've laid out and what I need to do I look at my workout or I look at my you know business plan for the day like what are the things that I have the tasks that I have to do and then I just put my head down and I do it and I stop thinking thinking about it so much and I stop having such high expectations of how I'm supposed to feel in this moment and like all that kind of stuff. It's like, no, you just put your head down and you, and you get to work and also trust the process. Right. Right. And like, that's a, we're going to touch on that next week. Um, and next week's episode more, but you know, when you're not relying on motivation, you have to stop relying on motivation. You have to learn to trust the process. Right. And of course that's where having a, a good plan comes into play. Um, when you know that every day, okay, if I can just do these things, then I'm closer to where I need to be and I trust that that's what's going to get me there and I can like tune out all the other stuff, stop expecting to feel a certain way and just do what I need to do and check it off the box and move on.
1: Right. I would say like nine times out of ten, maybe ten times out of ten, when I do a workout, it's like I go in maybe not feeling so motivated, maybe not wanting to do it, but I always come out feeling like happy that I did it more awake. I feel like more alert. Stress has been relieved. I just feel grounded and more balanced. And like, that's the process. Right. And that's what I need to trust. Like going into a workout knowing like, Hey, I feel like garbage right now, but at the end of it, I'm likely going to feel better.
0: Right, and if you don't believe us, test it out. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the next time we're like, oh, I'm supposed to meal prep today, oh, I'm supposed to work on this project today, or oh, I'm supposed to work out today and I don't have motivation.
1: I don't want to do it.
0: Just try doing it anyway. And and,
1: see how you feel after. Well, because this
0: is what I like to do, too. At the end of my day, I, like, sit down and I think about, okay, like, did I, did the things that I do, regardless of whether I felt like it or not, did the things that I did today get me closer to where I need to go. Mm -hmm. And if I can answer yes to those questions, and I know that I at least tried to do focused on one thing, if not, you know, hopefully three things, that's usually my goal. But if I can at least say I focused on one thing, that's going to get me closer to where I need to go to reach my goal, then that's a successful day. And I don't have to be motivated to having achieved that, right? Like I just need to have done the work, right? Um, but again, this is where having a plan to reach your goals is crucial because if you, you can see, we keep referencing, just follow the plan, just follow the plan. Right. But if you don't have a plan, that's where things might be falling apart for you. Right. So if you're saying like, oh, I'm really not motivated and I also can't focus and I also don't have patience, maybe it's because you don't have a successful, you know, a plan, um, That's what you need to focus on. So in regards to health and fitness, this means having a goal-oriented training plan, a plan for your nutrition, um, or a coach or somebody or a guide that you can trust. If I lay a plan out to to a client, I hope, right, the goal is that they can put their 100% trust in me that if I just follow what Ryan's telling me to do, I'm going to be able to achieve X. Right. Like that's the benefit of having a plan or having a coach. Right. And you don't have to get that from me. You can find that in a million other places. But like, I just mean something that you trust that you say, okay, if I can just follow these steps, that's what I'm supposed to do. And sometimes for me, like breaking it down to the most simplistic level of like, just show me the step by step process of what I need to do to get to X. Right. Right. that helps me clear my head more than honestly anything, and it's that routine and that structure that I think has ultimately got me to where I am now, right? right. It's like following a step-by-step process. Though, we're in the days when I don't feel like doing anything, all I need to do it's like following a recipe. Right. It's like I don't just have to do think about right. Like, do this. Right. Like I don't have to think about why it's there or what this means or whatever. I just like no, head down, follow the plan, right? right. But if you don't have a plan, that can be. Really hard, which is like it's hard to trust the process when you're unsure of what the end result is even going to bring you. Right. right?
1: Or when you're just like winging it. Like, oh, I'll just like do a workout I saw.
0: Right. So (laughs) if you're just like, you know, pulling random workouts off Instagram or like doing random workout apps or like whatever, like magazines or whatever, like, and you're wondering why you don't have motivation, like, that's probably it. right? Right. Because you're having to put time and energy to go seek that stuff out. You're also having to put time and energy to wonder whether or not it's actually even going to get you where you need to go. It's hard to trust the process when you're unsure of what that end result is going to bring you, um, which is why we, it doesn't work. Um, okay, that's it. It's a lot. Yeah. We, we unpacked a lot in Stop this episode. Stop relying on motivation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, we, that could be a whole episode. Like, we could talk about that forever. But Truly. um, You know when we're looking at, again, back to the original episode topic of like, when things get hard, when the going gets tough, like, how do we get past it? How do we keep
1: going? How do we
0: keep moving forward? And these, I hope answering some of these questions today has maybe highlighted some areas that you can focus on, um, to help you kind of, um, you know, get back on track. And understand more than anything, right? That if you're working towards a meaningful goal and things are hard, you're probably doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> right? It
1: should be hard. It should y'all. be challenging. Like yeah. that's
0: where growth lies. And that's what we're going to get into next week um, when we finish up part two of this episode. But
1: yeah, so we'll be back next week um, with part two, and we'll have three more strategies to discuss um, with y'all to help you navigate any challenges that you have in the gym or out of the gym. Like I think a lot of these things that we spoke about, we applied to so many different areas of our lives. And so I think it's really just about when things are hard, like what can we do to keep going?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, And what I love about this topic is that like you said, it can be applied to so many areas. But that being said, if you have a friend or, uh, or somebody in mind that you think would benefit from the message that we shared today, Please share the episode um, in the podcast in general, like we'd love for this message to have an impact and to reach more people. And the number one way for that to happen is for our loyal 12 listeners, uh, (laughs) whoever's listening to this, uh, to be a big part of that and and go on and share it with somebody else.
1: I'm going to put you on the spot here.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) Um, Can you give like a type of person that this would be good for?
0: Anybody that has big goals, big dreams, and feels stuck on how to get to where they need to go. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: Well received.
0: (laughs) All All right, right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: See you next week.